1: This is the M.D.'s Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. Rock <laughs> Carolina Panthers going to Miami to take on the Dolphins and what no doubt will be a romp. Uh, well, Miami lost Devon Aidshawn for the next at least four weeks and it looks and they have the buy week 10 so he won't be back till week 11 I mean th- that's tough because if you had him you picked him up you've been loving life and now all of a sudden that's just that's just gone and out the window uh, we'll get more into that as we go along into this uh, little segment here but Miami is the second Heaviest favorite team this week at minus 13 and a half points. The over under at 48 and a half. Miami is four and one against the spread. Carolina is 0 and five against the spread. So even at 13 and a half. Yeah, I'm taking Miami to cover here over the Carolina Panthers, even without Devon A. Chan. Okay, uh, Tua Tagovailoa. We love him. Bryce Young. We hate him. So we can get that out the way without really going too much <laughs> into it. Uh, 273 and a half passing yards for Tua Tagovailoa. I think actually, without Devon A. Chan and them going back to Raheem Mostert, there actually will be a little bit more leaning on the passing game. I'm going to take the over on that. That line's been about right for Tua at 273 and a half, but I am going to take the over on that and in this week. saw a little Raheem Mostert, cause you know, this obviously the big news affects him. Chase help me out here. Uh, I got him. little, I guess I got him a little bit lower in ECR. I was kind of surprised. I want, I got him an RB 13. I don't know. I mean, semantics we're, we're playing them obviously. Um, just, just even without each hand there, Raheem Mostert still kind of taps out at like 13, 14 carries. So that's kind of where this, again, it kind of comes down to the volume as far as the guys who I have directly ahead of them. I don't know, whatever I'm playing him regardless. Uh, Still, yeah, the, the, here... here. Okay, so this is what I wanted to get into. I was trying to look through my notes here. I still would like to sell Raheem Moster if I have enough oh. right. money. Abandon ship! The reason why I would like to sell him is that right now, his value is through the roof. Not only he the RB five on the year to this point, but now without Devon H hand there, and we don't know exactly when Jeff Wilson's going to be back. And when he's back, he will get worked in as well. Uh, he's, you also still have the massive injury history. I do feel like you're kind of on a ticking time bomb to some degree when it comes to Raheem Mostert. And I think you could trade Raheem Mostert for, let's say, I don't know, Jonathan Taylor straight up right now. And I think there's a lot of people out there who do that deal. And I would take that deal in a heartbeat. I think that's possible. I've seen it actually happen in quite a few places that I've been looking to see what kind of trades have been getting made out there. What do you guys think?
2: If you can get that freaking jump on it, I but I I don't. I think the other
1: team who had Jonathan Taylor is one and four and zero oh and five. By the way, I think you get that deal done.
2: Well, yeah, if you can, yeah, if you can talk the guy into selling his soul, trying to, yeah, trying to pull off a hail Mary, but, um, I mean, yeah, oof. I, I mean, I have, I have Mostert at six this week. I, I really like him. I think it's a great matchup. Carolina sucks. Um, and Raheem Mostert is still blazing fast. He's not necessarily eight Chan or whatever the hell his name is fast, but I mean, he's, he's still one of the faster running backs in the whole league, uh, averaging over five yards a carry this season. And I mean, they don't have to change anything that they do just because it's Raheem Mostert and not the dynamic rookie in there. But I, I agree with you that, yeah, you might be able to capitalize on this, this opportunity by telling people, Hey, you can have the starting running back for this team who has done it before. To your point about him being injury prone, he's got a massive injury history, but he did also play 16 games last season. I mean, it's not he like did. he, it's not like he is, he's almost is old, coming off a, jo- a major knee injury anymore. I mean, that's, That's in his past. And again, I've said it before. We can say it about any guy that we've talked about tonight. And we still will talk about any single one of these guys can step out of bed tomorrow on a freaking Lego and, and be out for who knows how long. So I'm not going to necessarily bank on him getting injured, but if you are worried about it, whether you're worried about it or not, you, you do have an opportunity right now to sell him high. I just don't know. You're going to get him straight up for a JT. I guarantee you know, if I you can you- pull that off, I would say, hell yeah, do it.
1: Chris, I see the wheels turning in there. What do you think?
0: Look, I understand the idea and especially the names, but I'm like, I talked about this in other shows, just 2023 Miami Dolphins are studs at running the ball where Mostert. I don't have the stats right in front of me right now, but what's the worst he's finished this entire season so far. Uh, it would have it would have been week
1: four when he only had he had the two fumbles, seven carries, nine yards. I I think he finished pretty low that week, week. four,
2: he had five and a but half. I also points.
0: think with the, yeah. that the week that han had like you know yeah.
2: 55 points. 3,000, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: So, so no, well, no, actually the game eight the H-N's best game was the game that Ruhe Mostert also had four touchdowns, actually. Yeah, That's okay. Denver, yeah.
2: The Denver yeah. game. Yeah, Mostert had 45 points in that game against Denver in week three. He's had 13, 25, 45 five, and then 15 last week against the Giants.
0: Yeah. So my, my point being more so is that for this Dolphin offense, even if you're splitting touches with a guy who is averaging about 10 yards per oh, touch
2: yeah. and oh, scoring yeah. touchdowns,
0: Gazoo, he was still a decent, a good running back option, especially for this season. And then a guy who's going to be heavily involved. I love Jonathan Taylor's name. I understand that the deals might you may be able to pull off something, you know, miraculous in a sense. But for me, it's really hard to give up an RB1. Pretty much in week in week out, that you can have a definite floor and has a ceiling or upside, where you can get forty five points, fifty points. Have a running back position that can win for you week in, week out. Like that's that's hard for me to do. That's, of, that's like, what I'm saying. At this kind of point, I'm selling high. I'm not
1: selling for a box of rocks. I'm not saying. No. Well, but it's one of those elite names that I'm selling him for. No, I don't think. I don't think, I think, like, I don't think we're saying be, you
2: have to sell yeah. him. I think that the opportunity right. is there. If you hang on to him, I have no fault with that whatsoever. Because, like you said, this is. This is a literally historical, uh, uh, historical offense so far, and it's got the potential to com- to maintain that. And so, if you want to keep pieces of that wherever they are, I don't blame you. But the opportunity is there. Like Dan says, if you can get somebody that's got a that that sky high, jump on that, make, make them wow you. That's all I'm making I'm I'm ex- ex- well. point,
1: Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley. If the team's super desperate, I think these are names that can be had right now with Raheem Mostert's value. Well, say- Let
0: me go down that rabbit hole real quick. With you. What does Saquon Barkley bring higher than Raheem Mostert does for your team?
1: More volume, more more volume, and, and we we know he's you know a better talented so, player. So, well.
0: numbers in front of you, what's Saquon Barkley's best game and what's his worst game? I think he's only oh. played one game so far this year. I
1: mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. right now.
2: Yeah, I mean, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> so far this year, he's, he's only and played in, he's only played in two games and he's got, he had nine points against Dallas in week one, but against Arizona week two, he had 27.2 points. He had six receptions on seven targets, 17 carries. Yeah. That's volume like to Dan's point that you're not necessarily can going to can see go back most two
0: years. It. If you need to, to see, has he ever had a 55 point game or 45 point game in the last two years?
1: Does that really? matter? I'm not
0: counting on getting yes. 55.
1: Uh, Raheem not going to get another. There, it's more likely Raheem Moster does not get He had two running backs who back did it already, Dan, had, but had Mostert there. Yeah. It's more probable it doesn't happen again this season than does. I'm not making my. my, point not being, my that that was everybody's career. Day. I am not making my trades based on the idea of whether or not Saquon Barkley can have a 45 point game for me sometime this season. I'm basing it on the idea that he doesn't have a low floor ever because of how involved he is in both facets of the game. Low, that's that's, that's we, not
2: they, how you look at it. Week 16, 2019, 43.9 points against Washington. 189 yards rushing, 90 yards receiving on four catches. And what year is it now, Chase? Uh, 2019, uh, 20, 2023 right now.
1: I, I don't. that that Chris, the argument you're bringing, I think, is so so irrelevant. But, that, that, yeah. Dan, that's
0: fine. That's your perspective because you like the names. I'm looking at the, the actual production. Well, like the volume and the talent. That That's what I like. And I'm looking at volume too and production. And a guy who's already shown you that this Dolphin team could be a stud and why would give up a guy for Saquon Barkley who's been injured a lot from my injuries? most most could be an injured guy. Yes. Sure. Saquon Barkley is going to be great for us this season. But what definitely going to be more for? at
1: some point, And so is the and Devon Achan is going to come back at some point. We and be the Giants the score playoffs. how many
0: points a game again? We could be looking at the playoffs. So that doesn't matter. We can look at the playoffs. Touchdowns, we can look at the playoffs.
1: Can as, as, we can look at the playoffs as they're going to be a three man committee there in Miami. Like, I, there's, there's no contest between if, if Saquon's on the field,
0: Raheem Mostert's on the field. I'm going Saquon Barkley every time. That's I That's fine. Think and I'm saying if that. a team's scoring 30, 40 points and they have guys are feeding versus a team that scores 10 points, I can have Saquon's so on blue in the face. I can have Darren Walton blue in the face, and they're doing what for you in the touchdown-wise? Raheem or you're Mostert to and consistently needs to score to giant give you that fantasy value. That's the difference.
1: Raheem Mostert needs to score to give you that fancy value. Saquon can give you that fancy value without scoring. That that's the difference right there because he's going to get six, seven, eight, nine targets. Raheem Mostert doesn't get that kind when of. When has he gotten nine game.
0: targets, Stan? In the last two years, six, seven, eight, nine targets. Oh, when I'm when has he gotten that? Show me, tell me that exactly when he ever got eight targets in the last. How about two
1: you years? answer uh, Richard's question real quick, and I'll pull that up because <laughs> I <can't hear> <laughs> yeah, I'll one. look it up
0: too. I got it. Yeah, last two years, this year, and last year. Tell me when he ever had earline Chris, had answer or week or 16, question,
2: sixteen last season. Week sixteen. Year. Week 15, week 15 and 16, he had eight Thank targets you. and 10 targets. He targeted like okay. crazy last year. Chase,
0: how much the rest of the season did he have? Four, so.
2: four in week 17, but he had five in thir- week 13, six in week 12, five in week 11. He averaged about five, it looks like. Six against Was Green Bay. consistently. nine, seven. Nine
0: consistent so eight, nine is high. So I said six, seven eight nine.
1: Like what? what, what you're not getting not nine targets. No. Now you're turning this argument into something that it's not. Which is like, okay, unless Barkley's getting eight nine targets, now he's not worth it. Six seven eight nine. Like that's that's he's that's, that's even in his range of outcomes from the week to week. Make sense point, what you're though. trying to say here. He had
0: two games where he had the consistency used at the end of the season. That's it. He haven't used him in a what? passing attack. That's been a big reason Barkley hasn't been Barkley in the same way. What are you talking about? Darren Waller came be featured in a passing attack. I, I'm trying to understand that this giant offense is going to suddenly just be so good that Saquon Barkley is going to be a stud because he's going to do what? You're out of your mind. you don't think Saquon Parker is going to be a
1: when so he when he comes back. I, I don't even know where you're getting this stuff from. Well,
0: I'm saying what's he could, what's he going to do so much differently than Raheem is going to do production wise?
1: Be way more consistent on base, on a week in week out basis. He had 76 targets last year. That was third amongst running backs. Like I don't even know what this discussion. Well, that's even my point. Like.
0: You're not running backs getting eight nine,
1: you know seven eight nine I targets a it eight, is nine. As nine. As I'm sorry, I mentioned eight nine as a ceiling. My bad.
0: Come on, Raheem Mostert's getting how many targets?
1: Like three or four, like at most, that's his ceiling. There's a a, three to six targets as your normal average.
0: That's a big difference. No? I think that there is a big difference. Like you said, seven, eight, nine targets versus five. There's a big difference. I agree. Ruhi Mosher's not, not averaging five. Raheem
1: Mosher's not averaging not averaging anywhere near to five. It's not even, that's not even close in the comparison between the two.
0: What, how many is, I'm sorry, I don't have the stats that like guy said in front of me, but I don't know how many he's averaging the season right now for per catches, but I think he's pretty involved in the he's, past. He's, past, averaging,
2: past he's averaging about three and a half targets a game. He's got 17 targets in five games.
1: Which is norm. It's is norm. Nor
2: near five.
1: Nowhere near five. That five makes a big okay. difference.
2: Okay. Last year, he had 42 targets. That was a career high in 16 games.
1: Yeah, not even close. Not even sniffing Saquon Barkley as far as the passing game goes. Uh, and let's get the Richards question real quick. Uh, Taylor outlook moving forward. Taylor, I mean, I think Taylor's an, an RB one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we got some more questions. Actually, Cohen trade Pickens and James Connor for Devonta Smith. What do you say, Chris?
0: <sighs> I think uh, yes. that's a tough mm-hmm. one. I, I think that you don't know what you're getting for Devonta Smith. So I'd probably take the deal because Devonta Smith is such a you know has some upside to him. I'm not a big Pickens fan. Connor's banged up right now, but I'm Connor not going to, to make that trade. Yeah. You, 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 gonna, you don't have right
2: Connor now. for at least a month. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right. So I'm not going uh, to make that trade.
1: Richard giving us some compliments. Super CMB Challengers just got offered Bijan, Aaron Jones, and DK for digs and CD PPR. What do you think, Chase?
2: Who else do you have for receivers? Yeah, I think that would uh, you can't. I mean, no, if you're you can't be given, if you're giving up digs and see, you're giving up two top five receivers.
1: Well, CD's more like top 12, maybe.
2: Well, yeah, well, <laughs> depends, depends, but either way, you're giving up two wide receiver ones for Bijan Jones and DK. I need this, I mean, I love Bijan. We have Jones has been hurt, and even when he's not hurt, what the hell is that offense going to give you right now? As much as that pains me to say, yeah,
1: you, you need to tell me your other and, receivers. And, and like, yeah, and DK is oh, a wide go. receiver we got, too. We got more, more contacts. He's got Jamar Chase, Zay Flowers, and JJ with nobody at running backs The Chase thing makes me feel like maybe I would do that deal because you still have now a wide yeah, receiver one. So I, yeah,
2: I, now you're going to have now you're going to have a top two. You're still going to have a top two running or wide receiver. You're gaining a top two running back. Yeah. Zay Flowers is playable.
1: DK. You have you Zay. got JJ
2: when he comes, if he comes back. Jones can a, be a top 12. Deal. Yeah. No.
1: I think that's a fair. I think it's a fair deal to make. Um getting you back get to something the game else, though. between Carolina and the Dolphins. Uh, I did want to talk about Miles Sanders a little bit here. We'll get Chase involved. Uh he he has a shoulder. First of all, he had a shoulder injury, didn't practice today. So it's actually a big question mark as to whether or not he's even gonna play. But even if he does i have some concerns that maybe this is becoming a 50-50 split anyway moving forward i mean i know sanders isn't 100% so so that that's definitely a big thing there but uh, Hubbard's starting to play a little bit ahead of him on early down sanders kind of coming become the pass catching back a little bit over the past week uh, so is it sanders is not healthy or do you think this is actually becoming a committee
2: I think it's mostly because Sanders isn't necessarily healthy. I'm I'm not overly convinced that Shuba Hubbard is is any kind of an upgrade whatsoever over Miles Sanders in any way, shape, or form. So I think and I think they signed Sanders to be the guy. I think that if and when he's healthy, he'll still remain the guy. I think if he's still banged up, yeah, then it then it trends more toward a 50 50 split. But uh, I mean, Hubbard has not been any better than Sanders when he's touched the ball this season uh at all and they want to run that that offense through sanders they need to keep pressure off of bryce young and they need the only way they're going to do that is to utilize the run game um i think that if and when sanders is healthy that it's still his backfield but if he's still banged up then i don't necessarily want to touch anything in that backfield with a 10-foot pole yeah,
1: I mean, I don't even want to, I don't want to play Sanders or Hubbard. They're both going to be out there. Now, if it's going to be one or the other, and when I say one or the other, it would probably have to be Sanders out Hubbard playing. Right, right. I will probably knock him up in my rankings from RB 37 to a borderline yeah. back in RB2 high in RB3. So, we'll And that's line.
2: where and that's where he should be. That's that's right. where he probably should be anyway, just because of that offense. But
1: yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. Uh, Chris, are you looking something up? I was going to ask you about Jalen Wallaby. You look like you're kind of contemplating on something. Or now you look like you're frozen on the screen. So never mind. <laughs> uh, but I do want to talk about J- Jalen Waddle here. Oh, wait. He's moving a little bit. We'll, we'll have to see if we can get him. Uh, Jalen Waddle. I got him at wide receiver 15. ECR's got I him at 12.
2: Come back to us, dude.
1: Yeah, uh, I, Chris, I think you're freezing up a little bit. I, I couldn't really make out what you were saying there. Um, I'm a little bit. I'm still playing Waddle, obviously, but I don't have him inside the top 12. And I don't know how you can kind of keep ranking inside the top 12 until he finally gets going. Now, he did have double digit targets last week. That was greatly due to the fact that Tyreek Hill is dealing with something. We haven't really gotten the full report on that yet, but he played limited snaps in the second half. And then Waddle wound up getting double digit targets as a result to that. I like I said before, with A. Chan out, I do think that will play to the passing game a little bit here, for a little bit more lenient on them. There won't be as, at the very least, there won't be as many seventy-yard breakaway runs to you know zap all the way all the drives on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, but Chase, if you're looking at Jalen Waddle, is he still a buy low candidate to you, or do you think we're going to be adjusting our expectations soon?
2: it's it's still such a high powered offense. I've got him at 13 like you said. I don't have him inside the top 12, but I mean he's still a high a high end wide receiver too for me. Uh he did find the end zone finally last week, although he you know, didn't do a ton, I mean otherwise, but I I just I don't know I don't know that you can I don't know that you can discount anybody in this offense as long as they're I mean outside of Durham Smythe because this offense does not use the the tight end. But I, I'm, I, I don't know that you can discount anybody in this offense yet that, that actually sees the ball and Waddle actually does see the ball. So, uh, you know, 10 targets, he's not going to get 10 targets every year, every, every game, he's going to see closer to the five, six that he's been averaging. But even with those five, six, he can get the yardage. He's still, he's still a dynamic player. I still see him as a wide. I, I saw him all along as a wide receiver too. And I think he remains a wide receiver, too.
1: I think you're hoping with the way this offense has been able to score points, though, that he would be able to be in the top 12 along with Tyreek Hill. And I think that's that's kind of- where
2: some people were pushing him. I mean, his ADP yeah, was pushed sure. that direction, but I I never necessarily saw that. He's he's the second wide receiver on a team. It, it's a very special offense. And this has been a good offense so far, but it's a very special kind of offense that can maintain two wide receiver ones. And Tyreek Hill is just such, he's been such a monster this season yeah. and such a, such a hog. Um, you know, he's actually got that. T- you know, he's, what, what, didn't he say before the season, Oh, I'm going to have 2k. He said he was going to have 2,000 okay. yards. Well, on pace. If anybody can do it, he might. Yeah. And if he um, does, there's just not enough room for a Jalen Waddle to get wide receiver one numbers.
1: That's that's fair, too. That's fair, too. Adam Thielen, I got him at wide receiver 22. Let's call him the garbage time king. All three touchdowns have come in the second half. His catch rate rises from 75% to 90%. His yards per target rises from 8.1 to 9.2. Just call him the garbage time king. And against Miami, I'm expecting there to be garbage time. I do like the over at 59 and a half. Receiving yards just don't watch it until the second half basically when I come down to, oh, you, when, it comes to when it comes to Adam Thielen uh Chris do you have any more notes on this game you want to get to
0: yeah I just want to say oh, Jalen Waddle thing you guys absolutely need to buy Jalen Waddle low uh Chase has a point out last week oh he God. was led the league that led the team in red zone targets um oh. actually had like about 90 yards left on the field Jalen Waddle played poorly last week is why his stats didn't reflect what he could actually do. I have no fear Tariq Hill can have as many yards as he wants. Jalen Waddle, once he's healthy and continuously active in his offense, they can feed both of the receivers. I want to get my hands on Jalen Waddle if I can.
2: Yeah, you you might be able to catch an owner who's, who's pissed that they drafted him as a wide receiver one and that he hasn't returned that yet. And you might be able to actually... You might be able able actually use that to your advantage to get him and I agree like I said I have him as a high I've I've got him at 13 I've got him right outside starting you know wide receiver one range still uh you know and and like I said I think that psychologically you might be able to use that against whoever is whoever drafted him to say you know listen hey you drafted him as such he hasn't returned that yet but here's some something else that might help your team out so I, I I still think he's yeah I I agree with you I think he's a buy low candidate I just don't I don't know that you expect the wide receiver one numbers dude, for that a couple, people were trying dude, to draft him.
0: huge games I was going to say that part too I know Dan yeah. doesn't care about the huge games but he's I, I he's like,
2: going to be much more mercurial I don't than bank on huge games from week to week
0: I don't I'm sorry but huge games are in his future but I don't bank on
1: huge games from week to week I like steadiness and goodness all right let's go to our next.